Uh, another thing that's really been developed over the years are um, what we call the digital book readers. Many of you may use the books on tape here from the Braille Institute, the many thousands of books and a couple dozen magazines that are available. And the cassette tapes are great. We've had them for many, many years. Uh, you put the cassette in, you start listening for 45 minutes or an hour, you turn the cassette over and listen to side two, and they're great for reading novels. For a student, it's a little bit more problematic because if the teacher says, I want you to read chapter 7 this week and chapter 13 next week, then you have to go on the cassette and find chapter 7 and chapter 13, or worse yet, uh, page 348. And a lot of things have been developed over the years where they put little tones uh, to mark that recording for the blind dyslexic is great at doing that, and so you can listen and count the tones, you know, 36, 37, 38, 39, again, the phone rings, gee, where was I, 32 or 38, I forgot. Um, the new digital readers are amazing. Um, Recording for the Blind and Dyslexic are now offering books in the digital format where you push a page button and push 38, and you're at page 38. Or you push the chapter button and 17, and you're at chapter 17. Um, you can also bookmark sections. So if, uh, if a sentence is very important and you want to remember to go back and study that sentence, you can mark that as a bookmark, and some of the machines you can even make yourself uh, an audio note where you can record your voice on top of it saying, I need to remember this for the midterm next week, or I need to remember this for the paper I want to write next week, and lots of different things. And the uh, Braille Institute books that are provided to you, starting next year actually, are going to be able to start taking advantage of some of this technology. Uh, instead of a cassette player, you will be able to put a cartridge into a special player as opposed to a cassette into a player and it will read the book for you. In its simplest form, for those of you that just want to read a novel, no problem. You don't have to have all the fancy page numbering and different things. You just put the uh, cartridge in and it starts reading to you and the advantage of that are several. First, it's going to be much better sound quality because we won't have tapes that stretch or tapes that break. I mean, many people in this room, I certainly have, been into a great book and then you just, you discover the fifth tape is broken and you have to wait a week to, uh, to get the tape back. Well, these digital books are going to be much, much more uh, resilient and uh, you'll have very few issues like that. Uh, there'll be a slightly more advanced version that will have the page numbering and the uh, chapter numbering and that sort of thing. And the, the machine that will be provided to you by the Braille Institute will be uh, about the size of a paperback book. And just as is the case with cassette players, you'll be able to invest for a couple hundred dollars in smaller units. Um, I know that uh, Sue Sweeten is here today. She has the Victor Reader Stream, which you can put in your shirt pocket, and it will play these same digital books. It'll also play MP3 player, uh, MP3 files, so you can play music. It will also read text. So if you have a computer, you might download the newspaper or even some emails as text files, and these little players that you can put in your shirt pocket will read out the information to you in synthesized speech. And again, you have the option to, uh, if you're listening along and you hear somebody's name, um, you hear my name, Bauer, G, is that B-A-U-E-R or B-O-W-E-R, you just stop the machine and spell the, the word letter by letter. In fact, uh, some of them will even uh, spell phonetically, so if you're not sure if it's B or a V, it'll say Bravo or Victor. So, uh, and these are 
pretty, uh, they're coming way down in cost too. A lot of these digital players are uh, a couple hundred dollars, which is not a whole lot more than a lot of folks spend on a Walkman, but they have the advantage that everything is read to us blind folks, so you know exactly what folder you're in, what file you're listening to, and that sort of thing. Um, another area that's really been developed in the last uh, several years is GPS technology for the blind. Now, many of you have ridden in people's cars or maybe even uh, in taxis or on access that have GPS devices. These are devices that uh, get a signal from uh, several satellites that are overhead and the satellites know where they are and judging from where you are in relation to the satellite, the technology is able to tell you where you're located within uh, maybe 30 or 40 feet. Now they're not a replacement for a white cane or a guide dog. You still need to know if that curb is right ahead of you or if there's uh, a kid left a tricycle in the street as you're walking down the street or something. The GPS isn't going to tell you that, but it will tell you what streets you're on and it'll tell you uh, what businesses you're going past. And as a totally blind person, this is incredibly empowering. I actually, uh, I work in Anaheim and I live up on the west side here, so I have a 34 mile commute uh, to work every day and I had no idea some of the stuff that I was passing by in the way of stores and, oh gee, there's a Target or, you know, there's uh, my favorite restaurant, another, uh, another location of that or something like that. So the GPS is is just incredible and there are a number of uh, different units out there, um, units that work in uh, little type PDA devices that uh, will also give you uh, the ability to have a word processor and a uh, address book and that sort of thing or just the straight GPS devices. Uh, again, several different versions of that out there. And the great thing about different companies out there, I mean, uh, is that competition is a wonderful thing because uh, if uh, Humanware does something this week, you can bet that Freedom Scientific will do something better next week. And uh, we as blind folks really um, are at a great advantage because of, of that sort of thing. So uh, as Dr. Takesha said, go out there, uh, check out what's out there in the, uh, in the uh, tech fair after this is over and you'll see a lot of great stuff. Um, we at Brown Institute in Anaheim also try and have some of the uh, uh, technology vendors down. I'd like to mention briefly, we had Freedom Scientific uh, a couple of months ago, and coming up in June, we're going to have Humanware, uh, which is a company that makes a GPS device. They make uh, some low vision magnification devices, they make braille displays, they make little, in fact, uh, many of you can see this little portable computer I have that I'm reading my notes off of. That's the braille node from Humanware. They produce that. So I guess we'll throw it open to questions now, and if you want to talk about specifics or, or in general, what this uh, equipment will do for you. It's, as Dr. Kakesha said, uh, I was going to use that line, so I'm glad he used it. If, uh, if you've got to be blind, uh, 2008 is a great time to be blind because of all the technology that's out there, and uh, perhaps we can answer any questions that you might have about uh, what's out there for you. Okay, I see we have a couple questions over here. I My question is for Dr. Dikeshka. Um, I was very interested in the glasses that you had mentioned. Uh, we travel quite a bit and we can't see what's going on. I have dry macular. Um, we travel, you know, and you said there was something in a glass yes. that I put on my face. Yes. In in uh, the field of low vision optometry, 
You know, God, after listening to Mr. Bauer speak, I wish I had that radio voice, you know? <laughs> but in, in the field of low vision optometry, one of the things for you to understand is that when we do design specialized glasses for you, again, one pair of glasses won't do everything. One of the things that works very well are what are called bi-optic telescopic glasses. And I just had a, a woman come to our center last month and she and her husband are going to travel across the United States in their RV. They sold their home, they bought an RV, and she said, you know, I would just love to be able to see the sights. And so this is a pair of glasses in which we mount a very small telescope inside the pair of glasses. Now earlier Dr. Small had mentioned that some of the research is being done where they are surgically inserting a telescope inside the eye. And one of the difficulties that the other gentleman out here had mentioned was that he often gets dizzy when he uses his devices. The reason for that is that a person will need to be trained how to use uh, these particular devices. And if you have a telescope that is surgically mounted inside the eye, a lot of people may have difficulties with having dizziness and nausea because they're using it all the time. The low vision optometrist will provide you with a specific training program. So usually within about two weeks, you will then be acclimated to use these types of telescopic glasses. Now in the state of California, some people with macular degeneration will be permitted to take the driving test with these specialized types of glasses. And so these are called biopic telescopic glasses. The doctor has to determine that you have a specific level of vision. The doctor is then required to train you to use this device, and then you are then transferred to a driver's training instructor who is experienced in teaching driving with these bioptic glasses. So yes, that is something that would be available, and that's uh, available through a prescription uh, through an eye doctor. I have one question right here. Is Braille Institute going to uh, give us, or um, in some way give us the digital Yes, actually Braille Institute is what's called a regional library of the National Library Service for the Blind and Visually and Physically Handicapped. We just call it NLS, part of the Library of Congress. And just now as you are issued a cassette player uh, by a regional library, Braille Institute, you will be issued a digital player um, that will play these new digital books. And the books will be sent to you in the mail. Uh, just as the cassettes are, or uh, you'll be able to pick them up at the library as you as you can pick up cassettes here now. Um, if you want the option and you have a computer, you'll also be able to download files. And so that will, for example, if you want to read a magazine, instead of waiting a week for it to come in the mail, you'll be able to download it as soon as it's recorded. So you're going to have a lot of different options. But yes, for the, the basic uh, paperback book size machine, uh, Braille Institute will be providing those machines just as they provide a, a similar size cassette player. The shirt pocket devices are being sold by a number of vendors, uh, Humanware, the American Printing House for the Blind, um, Plex Store is coming out with theirs this summer, and those you will have to purchase just as you purchase the, the smaller uh, cassette players that are out there now. Let's take a couple of questions from the other side of the room. Any questions over here? Okay, I see a gentleman in the back. Anyone? Oh. Okay. 
Oh, this lady right here. How are you doing? The Okay, the question is about the telescopic types of glasses. Is that the glass you just mentioned a minute ago? Yeah, the telescopic glasses are available through a doctor, so you do need to see a low vision specialist. Okay. Most low vision specialists are optometrists. Um, in the Los Angeles area, there's different places that you can go. The Center for the Partially Sighted has seven low vision eye doctors that are on staff who can fit that. In Los Angeles, there's also the Southern California College of Optometry. Their clinic has intern students who can fit you with these. And there's also private practice uh, doctors, Dr. Wayne Hoff, Dr. Robert Gordon uh, in Los Angeles County who can also do this. These particular types of glasses, depending on the power and the, the range of the prescription, they can cost anywhere between $750 to $2,000. If a person does have Medi-Cal, Medi-Cal insurance can cover for these types of glasses. And if a person has Medicare insurance, Medicare will not cover these types of glasses. Okay, I have been treating my eyes at UCLA. Will you all be able to get that service over there? Yes. You would contact Dr. Melissa Chun. Melissa Chun? Dr. Melissa Chun at UCLA's Jewel Stein Eye Institute. Yeah. And she can do that for you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. All the way across the room? Let's give this fellow right here first. Uh, uh, thank you for your presence here today. I I'm interested in that portable GPS uh, unit. I was wondering where the source is again, and what is the uh, more or less approximate price of that particular unit? Well, there are several out there. Um, Humanware makes a couple of them, and they're least expensive, I believe, is, uh, Sue can correct me on this, the, uh, the new Breeze, which has just come out, and I believe it's eight or nine hundred dollars, um, and they go on up from there. Uh, there are uh, units that actually work on what are called note takers, uh, which are devices that are kind of PDAs for the blind. They have speech output and braille output instead of a screen, and they include uh, a word processor and a uh, calculator and a day planner and and even internet access in some cases and uh, those devices uh, get up to three or four thousand dollars and uh, several of them have GPS that uh, can be included as an option on them and Humanware makes GPS devices um, the um, Freedom Scientific has a GPS device which will or GPS software actually which will be coming out for their PacMate PDA device, and um, trying to think of the same. Uh, there are also there's some coming out that are going to work on cell phones, but uh, from what I've been told, they're not terribly blind friendly. They're more for doing vehicle routes. The advantage of the Humanware and Freedom Scientific products are that uh, you are able to 
have vehicle routes and pedestrian routes, and in the case of the humanware product, even a bicycle route. So, for example, if you ask it for a vehicle, a pedestrian route, it's not going to take you over a freeway or something like that, but a vehicle route, of course, would take you the, the quickest way. You know, and, and to add to that, uh, depending on your severity of your vision loss, many people, even if you are legally blind due to macular degeneration, you may have sufficient vision that you could even use some of the consumer-oriented GPS systems. So, for example, I had a patient this week, and his vision was 20 over 200. But with a pair of higher-powered glasses that we prescribed, we were then able to allow him to see the screen on a over-the-counter consumer GPS. And so one of the ones that is, it'll fit in his shirt pocket, a men's shirt pocket, it's called the Garmin, G-A-R-M-I-N, I believe, Newly, and you can get these for about $250. And with this particular screen, if your vision you know, allows you to do so, you could input the location of the address where you want to go, and then it will read it aloud. It also has a pedestrian mode, so when we had tested this, it was where we wanted to find uh, a Starbucks. So we just were able to key that in and it would tell us directly how to walk there. So depending on your vision, you might also consider uh, something such as that. First of all, thank you both for all of the information you provided to us. Uh, you really have bombarded us with hope, let's put it that way, that we can see better, read better, and be just more individual. Uh, I like to use a computer, and I really uh, I'm trying to teach my husband to balance the checkbook. Oh boy! And I think um, if you could give us any more information, you said that it works on a computer, something that works on a computer with possibly I have Windows 3 version, and uh, what would I need to do? to upgrade it so that I could go out to the computer and actually read uh, the information that's given to me by my bank account over the internet. Thank you very much. Well, there are a lot of different options. Um, I know that uh, Freedom Scientific is here and they make probably what is the most popular screen reader called JAWS. Um, it's about a $900 product, so it's a significant investment, but it does lots and lots and lots of stuff. Um, aside from that, uh, there are several programs out there now on the internet that are free. One of them is called NVDA, Non-Visual Desktop Access, and it's a free program and it will allow you to have not all but many of the access to many of the features of a computer. You can use Microsoft Word, you can do some stuff on the internet. I found that some internet sites it works better with than others. Um, the, the great thing about JAWS is, as I was saying earlier, blind folks do things differently. So when a sighted person goes to an internet website, you can glance down the screen and find what you want and click on it with the mouse 
as a blind user, all that has to be read to me. And if I don't want to read, you know, an entire screen or maybe three or four screens full of stuff until I can get, I can use commands like find a certain word, or I've got commands in my screen reader that will take me paragraph by paragraph, or heading by heading, or you know, lots of different things. So that's the advantage of the more full-featured screen readers. Um, for just doing checks, um, the American Printing House for the Blind uh, has a uh, check register program, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember what it's called, but it is self-voicing. You don't need a screen reader for it. Uh, you just load it on your computer off of a disk, and it will speak, and then you can type in your uh, your checks, and it'll keep help you keep your balance and and that sort of thing. Um, and it, I believe, sells for well under a hundred dollars. I want to say fifty dollars, but uh, I'm not sure. But that's the American Printing House for the Blind offers that program. Uh, they're in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, uh, their phone number, if you want them, is one eight hundred two two three. 1839. That's 223-1839, the American Printing House for the Blind. Um, they offer many, many products for uh, folks that are blind and have low vision. And uh, if, you, if you don't have their catalog, you really owe it to yourself to uh, get their catalog because they have uh, everything from tape players and the new digital players to this check writing program I was talking about. They've got a device that will allow you to record audio notes and then affix them to um, say a can or a box or something and then if you want to come back later you scan that can and it'll say okay that's the chicken soup with uh, or you know that's the uh, the uh, Beatles CD or whatever and, and lots and lots of product. They've been around for a hundred years, started off with uh, low-tech stuff and they're getting more and more high-tech and that's the American Printing House for the Blind, a, a great source of lots of different aids for folks that are blind. We're going to take our last question. No, and let me just add one thing. Do you have macular degeneration, Matt? I have one Okay, so you probably still do have some vision. So one of the things that you, you can consider is you can get a, a free copy of the uh, screen magnifier software. And you can, I, I think that Damien and Toya Bruce, they have that software for free. You can load that into your computer and it will magnify the print so that you can see the screen. The other thing here at Braille Institute, we also do offer computer classes that will teach you how to use the computer along with some of these programs that will magnify it for you. If your vision is too se severely reduced that you can't use the magnifier, then you could also then sign up for the JAWS program that we have here at Braille Institute. The screen mag, there's two very, very popular screen magnification programs. And one of them is called the Freedom Scientific Magic. And some of the advantages of the magic is that it also has the speech like JAWS. So uh, for some people who are familiar with using the screen readers that read it to you, uh, magic will have the magnifier and the speech. Another very, very popular and very good screen magnifier is called ZoomText. And ZoomText is a magnification program, and it can also have the speech as well. So those are two of the most popular types of programs. If you happen to have a Macintosh computer, your Macintosh computer also has a built-in built magnifier in there. 
I don't have a computer, but I do have macular degeneration. Okay. <laughs> I was interested in the classes that would help me read a menu or the items on a can. Uh, where, where would I find a low vision doctor in my area? How yeah. would I find one? Yeah, and where do you live? I live in La Puente. It's 91744. Okay, and, and some of the things that may be closer to you could be the Southern California College of Optometry. Okay. Okay, that, that's one organization that would be relatively close. Okay. All right, but I'm also close to West Covina, Covina. Uh, yeah, that would still probably be uh, some of the closest regions there for you, the Southern California College of Optometry, okay. which is in Fullerton. There's not too many doctors who do the low vision. Yeah. On the other hand, you might, if it's basically to read your mail, if you can go to the Braille Institute in Los Angeles or in Anaheim mm -hmm. and have a consultation with one of the low vision consultants, and they, they can actually evaluate how do some of these magnifying glasses or a magnifying lens could work for you. If, if they then feel that you would be able to be able to read perhaps with glasses, they could then refer you uh, to uh, a low vision optometrist. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for your question. Okay, thanks so much, uh, Dr. Takeshita, and thank you. Well, this concludes the seminar part of our of our day today. Don't forget to visit our exhibit hall located right next door to your left as you go into the lobby.